Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be reviewing Week 14, all the early games as well as the Thursday night game as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, we are now in week 14 in the NFL. Wow, we're pretty much done, guys, for the most part. Still got um about four weeks to go, but let's recap what happened in week 14, guys. So let's get into it. Starting with the Thursday game. Now, <laughs> entering this game, uh, Dalvin Cook, you know Dalvin Cook was wasn't even supposed to play this game. First of all, he was supposed to be out two weeks. So everybody ran to the waiver wire to get Alexander Madison. Then come to find out, up until about game day, Dalvin Cook is scheduled to play. So what do you do, guys? Do you sit him? Do you put him in your flex and temper your expectations? Do you start him normally like you normally do? And maybe it'll be a maybe a 50-50 split between him and Madison. Uh, that's the dilemma you're in, guys. So what do you do? Well, I had him on one of my teams. I said, you know what? I'll start him. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. You know, I'll just take my chances. But you, you, you can't let a Dalvin Cook sit on your bench. I understand it. I get it. He's not the most durable guy in the world, but um, anyhow, so Minnesota ends up playing him and they win this game 36 to 28 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. So let's talk about the Minnesota story. Kirk Cousins, eh, kind of okay game. Um, 31 pass attempts, 14 completions, 216 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, that's Kirk Cousins for you in a nutshell. Uh, and then he threw, he ran twice for 14 yards. He wasn't sacked in this game, so there's that. But, um, you know, kind of middling game for Cousins nonetheless. But, and, and the weird thing about this game was they were up big, but they started to throw. And I couldn't understand why. I'll talk about it now about the running game. So Dalvin Cook ends up starting. What does he do? 27 rushes, 205 yards, and two touchdowns. And he caught one pass for 17 yards on three targets. My goodness. Not in your wildest dreams you expected this kind of performance here. But the Dalvin Cook pretty much doing... Dalvin Cook type stuff here. So, um, if you made the decision to said, yeah, you're going to roll the dice and play him, kudos to you, man. If you left Alexander Madison in your lineup, like I did with one of my teams, and actually um, in one, one of the leagues that I'm in, thankfully, um, I survived that thanks to the other players I had in the lineup. But I pulled him out of most of my lineups except for one. But it didn't crush me, so thank goodness for that. So, anyhow, but, yeah, so, 
Dalvin Cook with the performance for the ages, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, so uh, he's officially back. And now it turns out that Alexander Madison has COVID. So he definitely, you won't see him for week 15. So fire up Dalvin Cook as normal, guys. Um, you know, hopefully he, you know, he's well rested uh, for the long layoff that he has here. And, you know. Well, we'll see how it goes. But he easily could have had another 50-some-odd yards if they continue to run the ball. Pittsburgh can't stop the run, guys. They can't. So I don't know, even know what they were thinking with that. Um, Anyhow, so in any event, let's talk about the pass game. Uh, K.J. Osborne. Now, um, in this game, remember that Adam Thielen was out. So uh, in enters Osborne to kind of take his place three catches uh 83 yards with a touchdown that was on nine targets so not so good but that's kirk cousins man unbelievable and then uh justin jefferson seven catches 79 yards and a touchdown on 15 targets so you take that you'll take that um you know a lot of targets he saw but you know uh it is what it is. So, and then Tyler Conklin with two catches for twenty yards, and that's on two targets. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> there's the Pittsburgh story. Big Ben actually with a good game. Uh, forty pass attempts, twenty eight completions, three hundred eight yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He ran him once for five yards. He was sacked five times. I mean, I was watching this game. They were teeing off on him, man, big time. It was shocking to me that they were st still able to kind of get a have a chance to win this game. Uh, it, but, uh, again, that's the curious play calling of Minnesota that kind of kept them in the game. So, in terms of the run game, Najee Harris, he was the whole show to – 20 rushes for 94 yards and a touchdown. Then he caught three passes for 10 yards with a touchdown. So Najee Harris doing it all as always um, and getting it done. So in terms of the pass catchers, Chase Claypool. Now, now he had the eight catches for 93 yards on nine targets. He oddly enough in this game, late in this game, on a fourth and one, they converted. He, so he got the first down. So he kind of delays the game a bit and um, wastes precious seconds that Pittsburgh pretty much could have used in order to, you know, take some shots at the end zone. So Chase Claypool and a lot of people are saying now, is he now the diva of this wide receiver core? Is he going to be another AB or? Stuff like that, so uh, that bears watching. But yeah, that that wasn't good. That wasn't good at all. So anyhow, um, Dante Johnson, uh, five catches for him for seventy six yards, uh, and that's on ten targets. James Washington, four catches, sixty five yards. He had the touchdown. He was targeted six times. Pat Pat Fryermuth. Two catches, 32 yards, and a touchdown for him. And he was targeted 
uh, three times. Then Ray Ray McLeod, six catches, 32 yards, targeted eight times. So, Ben did a lot of throwing in this one. I give I give him that. Um, you know, uh, he has a nice long layoff, so that kind of helps. So that um, we'll we'll see what he do does the next time out for him. Um, but yeah, this was a bit of an odd game, man. So what can you do? Uh, anyhow, so let's move on to the. Sunday games and the early Slater games, of course. So we're going to start off with Cleveland. Cleveland uh, hosting the Baltimore Ravens and beating them 24-22. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Browns, guys. So uh, in this game here, Baker Mayfield. Uh, you know, I say it every each and every week. Um He's going to manage the game. He's going to, um, he's not going to go beyond himself. So 32 pass attempts, 22 completions, 190 yards. He had two touchdowns and an interception, ran it six times for 14 yards. So, um, Baker Mayfield doing Baker Mayfield type things, really. No sacks in this game, by the way, so. Um, just managing enough to get by, and that's what he does here. Um, and actually in this game, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, in terms of the run game, the run game has really taken off. Uh, Nick Chubb, 17 rushes for 59 yards, three catches for six yards on four targets. So Nick Chubb isn't exactly lighting it up, guys. So, um kind of surprised by that to be honest with you but um hey what can you do what can you do so um and then Dearness Johnson four rushes for him 22 yards he had a catch for seven yards and Kareem Hunt two rushes for him five yards with two catches for 13 yards so <sighs> So in terms of Kareem Hunt, I don't know if he's going to see the shares he used to see because of the presence of Dearness Johnson. I thought Dearness Johnson was somebody who fade into the background a little bit, and then you'll see the two-headed monster of Chubb and Hunt. But that hasn't been the case, guys. And I, if you got shares in Hunt, you gotta you gotta be a little worried here um, because. Dearness Johnson is getting the looks. He's he's getting the looks. He's getting the touches. He ha had more touches in this than Hunt, that's for sure. So, um, I would say wait one more game. If the game script plays the way it plays here, then you you got to dump Hunt, man. I, I understand. I get it. You took him high in the draft, um, probably about mid-round or so in the mid rounds, but I mean, you got to ask yourself, what am I getting from him? You know, he's come off the injury. He's been back a couple of weeks now and you haven't seen the old Kareem hunt. You, 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 you're going to have to make a decision guys. And <laughs> you're not alone. Cause I have him on a squad and I'm scrambling to figure out what I'm going to do. So, uh, we'll have to see what happens. And then in terms of the passing game, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 
makes a appearance here. Uh, five catches, 90 yards on seven targets. Jarvis Landry has been kind of hot um, as of late. Five catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown on eight targets. And then there's Austin Hooper, five catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown for him on seven targets. So the pass catch is somewhat viable here. So um, maybe that's a sign of things to come. If the run game is stagnant, maybe Baker Mayfield has to uh, throw it a bit. So we'll see. In terms of Baltimore, uh, some bad news, guys. Lamar Jackson started this game with 4 for 4, 17 yards, ran it twice for 5 yards, was sacked once, but he suffered the ankle sprain and he had to be carried off the field. So, um, early diagnosis is saying it's not all that serious. It's possible he'll be out there for week 15. We'll see. We of course, you got to see how he practices if if he's Gets in at least some limited practices Friday and Saturday. Chances are he will play. If you see him no practice, no practice up to Friday, and then maybe limited Saturday, I would I would use caution, guys. I really would. But uh, So in comes Tyler Huntley, and he ends up throwing 38 passes, completing 27. 270 yards and a touchdown. He lost two fumbles in this game, one of which Miles Garrett took to the house uh, 15 yards fumble recovery. So uh, definitely not good there. And he was sacked three times. So, you know, he he's the number two guy. So, you know, he's the next man up. But those are costly mistakes, man, especially in a game of this caliber. Uh, in terms of the run game, Oh, and he ran it uh, six times for 45 yards. Um, Devontae uh, Freeman, 13 rushes for 64 yards. He caught five passes for eight yards. So, again, he's getting the touches, so you definitely like seeing that. Latavius Murray, one rush, one yard, one touchdown. So, take that for what it is. So, <laughs> anyhow, uh, in terms of the pass catchers, Mark Andrews with a monster game. 11 catches for 115 yards and a touchdown. He was targeted 11 times. So he was absolutely in sync with, seemed like, both his receivers uh, in this one. Both his quarterbacks in this one. So uh, Rashad Bateman, seven catches, 108 yards for him. So, uh, so you see Bateman's kind of, improving as the season goes on. So this definitely makes your passing game viable. Marquise Brown, five catches for 41 yards on eight targets. So, uh, yeah, so that's the story there. Coming up for Cleveland, they actually host the Las Vegas Raiders on Saturday. Uh, so that's, you know, we're late in the season. You're starting to see Saturday games now, so. They'll be playing on Saturday. And then Baltimore, they host the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. So uh, let me go back to the Minnesota and Pittsburgh for a second to let you know that next week, um, 
the Vikings will play. They'll play on Monday night playing the Bears, and they'll be at the Bears. So, um, so they'll be there for that. And then for Pittsburgh, the Steelers will play. They host the Tennessee Titans. So, uh, in what should be a interesting contest to say the least. So, uh, so there's that with that. Speaking of Tennessee, they hosted the Jacksonville Jaguars, and to no one's surprise. Tennessee wins this one 20 to nothing. Let's talk about it. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, 31 pass attempts, 20 completions, 191 yards. Eh. Uh, he did run it four times for 29 yards, and the touchdown was sacked four times. So Ryan Tannehill continues to let the run game kind of dictate things for him. So, um, that's just the nature of the beast. He's doesn't seem like he's going to go out there and throw it all over the yard. I think a lot of that has to do with no A.J. Brown. So he's really not going to fling it like he normally would because he doesn't have his security blanket out there. Um, in terms of the run game, Deonta Foreman, 13 rushes, 47 yards and a touchdown, two catches for 15 yards. So it... By all appearances, it seems that Foreman is going to be the guy getting the first and second down looks, and then you got the specialist behind him. So it seems like he's the guy to own. I know a lot of people were hot, hot and heavy over uh, Dontrell Hilliard, I being one of them. Um, but it seems like Foreman has the more stable role. And then also, too, on top of that, Jeremy McMichaels is uh, Nichols is back, so uh, so that's going to cloud things for Hilliard. So, and speaking of those two, they combined for 14 rushes, 29 yards, zero receptions for three yard for, on three targets. So, yeah, def <laughs> definitely, I think Hilliard you could probably toss to the side because it's going to be a mix of him and McNichols. But Deonta Foreman is the running back to own right now for the Titans. In terms of the passing game, Jeff Swain, three catches, 45 yards on four targets. Alan, Anthony Fixer, um, four catches, 34 yards on five targets. Julio Jones, four catches, 33 yards on six targets. And then... Nick Westbrook, Ickheim, three catches for 31 yards. So the pass game is not all that. Uh, um, it's not going to be all that great, guys. So I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, now that Julio Jones is back, I think it really gets murky in terms of that. So Westbrook, Ickheim, if you picked him up, I would bench him at the very least um, until Julio Jones get hurt get hurt again. So um, yeah, he's definitely a bench. Um, not sure you want to toss him to the waiver wire because right now things are pretty much thin out there. So in terms of Jacksonville, not really much to talk about to be honest. 
uh, Trevor Lawrence. Let me just talk about Jacksonville in general. Um, Ur- Urban Myers really going through it. Um, I think this will be his. I think he'll be one and done. Actually, I think this year, um, once the year is done, I think he'll. I think he's seen enough of the pro game. He really can't be himself per se. So I think he'll. I think for all. Uh, intent and purposes he'll probably be done so um, you have a franchise quarterback who's a rookie understandable he's a rookie but you have not seen any progress uh, in terms of Trevor Lawrence none whatsoever and he doesn't have superb weapons but he has weapons he has a solid running game it's Production just isn't there. So he had four interception in this game. The run game didn't help him all this much in this one. They they only combined for six yards between the two of them, James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. So, you know, there wasn't much there. Uh, the passing game, you know, he has viable weapons in Marvin Jones Jr. He has rapport with... Uh, Laquan Treadwell now, Lavishka Chenault Jr., we expected more of him, but, you know, it is what it is with him. And then your tight end, this is like your your third tight end and James O'Shaughnessy. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it, it's just, it's been a tough year for the Jaguars, so let's just put it that way, so. Next week for them, <laughs> they actually host the Houston Texans, and both of them with the same record. So, uh, it better stay away from that game. Don't even bet that game. It's just not even worth it. Uh, who knows how you be? Uh, you might be flushing your money down the drain. And, and for Tennessee, like I mentioned. Uh, they will be at Pittsburgh, so um, and what is a probably a gotta get that win type game for them. Moving on to the Kansas City Chiefs, they hosted the Las Vegas Raiders already. You know we kind of left the Raiders for dead, so um, yeah. So Kansas City has their way with them, forty-eight to. To nine, let's talk about the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, solid enough. Twenty-four pass attempts, twenty completions, two hundred and fifty-eight yards with two touchdowns. He ran it four times for twenty yards and was sacked three times in this game. So, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he does just enough. You you thought he kind of. Shaking out of the doldrums, but um, you know, it it just seems like he's uh, he's kind of stuck in neutral here. So uh, yeah, it is what it is, guys. So they they're getting wins and their defense is playing. That's the important thing for them. They're getting defense production. That's that's important. So uh, in terms of the run game, whew, it's all over the place here. Uh, actually, all three of their running backs scored in this game, so go figure. Uh, Derek Gore, nine rushes for 66 yards and a touchdown. 
he had a 51-yarder in this game, too, so uh, kudos there. Two catches for 23 yards. Then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 10 rushes, 37 yards, and two touchdowns for him. He also caught three passes for five yards. And then there's Darrell Williams, uh, two rushes for eight yards. He did catch three passes for 31 yards and a touchdown. So all three of your running backs score in one way or another. So you definitely take that. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, still Edwards Hilaire is the guy. I mean, you know, it's nice you're getting this production from other guys, but um, I don't know if that's a sign of things to come. But, um, you know, it's nice to see. In terms of the passing game, Tariq Hill, four catches for 76 yards. Miko Hartman, two catches, 59 yards. Uh, Hill targeted four times, Miko twice. Uh, then Byron Pringle had one catch for 28 yards. Travis Kelsey, not the greatest of games, three catches, 27 yards on four targets. And then Josh Gordon, two catches for nine yards and a touchdown. So he got a touchdown in this one. And he was targeted three times. And this is his first touchdown in like three years. So uh, take that for what it's worth. In terms of the Raiders, yeah, it was pretty bad here. They lost four fumbles in this game. One of which uh, was returned for a touchdown. Uh, so Derek Carr, 45 pass attempts, 33 completions. 263 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He lost one fumble, and he was sacked four times. So Derek Carr with not the greatest of games, that's for sure. So uh, terms of the run game, really run game uh, really let them down in this one. Josh Jacobs, who came in red hot, uh, nine rushes, 24 yards. He did catch five passes for 46 yards on six targets, but he lost a fumble in this game. Uh, Peyton Barber, one rush for seven yards, two catches for 13 yards on three targets. So, yeah, the run game didn't give you much here. In terms of the passing game, Hunter Renfro. I, I've, been, I've been screaming from the rooftops about this guy, and he had another great one here. Uh, 13 catches, 117 yards on 14 targets. And he uh, had a touchdown in this one. He lost a fumble too, though. So, But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, I say as long as Waller's on the sideline, I love Renfro. In fact, I think when Waller comes back, he'll still be a factor. So, um, if you have Renfro, I got him on a few squads. And I've been loving it ever since. So, uh, Zay Jones, five catches for 25 yards on seven targets. He lost a fumble in this one. So, there you go. That's all your four lost fumbles. And then Foster Moreau, who's subbing for Darren Waller, three catches, 13 yards on six targets. So, coming up for the Raiders, they are at Cleveland on a Saturday. So, that's your other Saturday game there. Um, well, that's one of your Saturday games. Um, 
And then also you have the oh Kansas City. They they're on a short week and they go to the L.A. Chargers in what should be a high scoring game. One would think so. Moving on to the Saints, the Saints going to MetLife Stadium playing the Jets and winning that one 32-9. Let's talk about it. Taysom Hill, uh, 21 pass attempts, 15 completions, 175 yards. He had um, 11 rushes for 73 yards and two touchdowns. One of which was a 44-yard touchdown scamper. Wow. And he was sacked three times. So, Taysom Hill getting it done on the ground. Um, You know, and decent through the air. That's fine. Um, In terms of the run game, Alvin Kamara, I had my trepidation about Kamara, but um, I've been uh, pretty much (laughs) relieved of that notion. 27 rushes, 120 yards with a touchdown. And then he had four catches for 25 yards, and that's on five targets. So uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, not slowed down in the least by the presence of Taysom Hill, who takes off and runs. So kudos to him. Kudos to him. So uh, if you're able to get it done like that, I, I give you all props there. And then Tony Jones Jr. subbing. For Kamara in spurts, uh, six rushes for 10 yards, one catch for 19 yards. So, in terms of the pass game, uh, not too much to speak of. Nick Vinette, three catches for 44 yards on six targets. And Marquise Callaway, two catches for 34 yards on four targets. So, uh, that's it for that. In terms of the Jets, Zach Wilson, whew, 42 pass attempts, 19 completions, 202 yards. He ran it four times for 33 yards. So, and was sacked three times. Uh, yeah. So, reason he threw it that much because he'd get too much on the ground. Now, I'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah. So, um, anyhow, I'll talk about it now. Uh, in terms of the run game. LaMichael Perrine, seven rushes, 28 yards. Ty Johnson, six rushes, 17 yards. He caught four passes for 40 yards on seven targets. So I knew going into this game it would be a tough way to go against this Saints defense. That has been tough on the run. So um, I understand. I get it. People will talk about grabbing Ty Johnson on the waiver wire once Tevin Coleman went down with um, with COVID, so uh, and you already had Michael Carter out, so I would say, yeah, um, Michael Carter's supposed to come back this week, so if that's the case, forget all those other guys. You you want to go with Michael Carter if you got shares in him. So, in terms of the passing game, Braxton Berrios uh, <laughs> continues to hang around, man. Uh, six catches. 52 yards on 10 targets. DJ Montgomery, three catches, uh, 36 yards on six targets. Uh, Keelan Cole, one catch for 27 yards. He was targeted six times. Jamison Crowder, 
also targeted six times, three catches, 19 yards. And then the tight end, Ryan Griffin, two catches, 28 yards on three targets. So next up for the Jets, they go to Miami. And then for the Saints, they go to Tampa Bay, and that's a Sunday nighter. So, um, hmm. Interesting indeed. All right, so let's talk about Dallas. Uh, Dallas goes to Washington. Uh, this Now, remember, going into this game, guys, Dallas had a two-game lead on Washington, so a Washington win can kind of tighten things in that division, but... Uh, Dallas goes ahead in this one and wins 27 to 20. Therefore, pretty much locking up the the uh, the NFC East. So, uh, let's talk about the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, um, 39 pass attempts, 20 completions, 211 yards, two touchdowns. No, one touchdown, two interceptions. So. Yeah, not what you want to see there. And then seven rushes for 15 yards. He was sacked four times in this game. So, yeah, that's not what you want to see. And he had a pick six, by the way. Um, Cole Holcomb, uh, 31-yard um, interception return for him for a touchdown. So, in terms of the run game, now I thought going into this, with uh, Tony Pollard being ruled out for this, I thought that Ezekiel Elliott would, you know, have his full reign of uh, touches and whatnot. So, not so much the case. 12 rushes, 45 yards, and then he did catch one pass for 15 yards. He was targeted six times, though. So, um, Ezekiel Elliott continues his slump. Uh Corey Clement, I even know they had him. 13 rushes, 44 yards, and then one catch for two yards on two targets. So they seem fully intent on limiting Elliott's touches, man. That's just the way it is. So you have to ask yourself, with the playoffs on the line this late in the season, are you going to continue to start Ezekiel Elliott like this? You got to wonder that. And I, I got a team that's, you know, that's, um you know, number one seed and all that, even with him playing as bad as he playing. If I get a Michael Carter back, who's actually I put on the injured reserve, I got to consider starting him over Elliott, man. Um, I know Elliott's in the high-powered offense. I get that. Um, there's the presence of, Tony Pollard, but then, then look, Clory Komet, he's coming in and out touching the guy. I'm like, seriously? So, yeah, so it's, it's you got a tough decision with Zeke. You really do. So, let's talk about the passing game. Um, C.D. Lamb, seven catches for 61 yards, and that was on 10 targets. Michael Gallup, uh, nine targets for him, five catches, 60 yards. Amari Cooper, five catches, 51 yards. He had the lone touchdown in this one on seven targets. Cedric Wilson, two catches, 18 yards. And then Dalton Schultz, one catch, four yards, targeted three times. So let's talk about Washington. Um, Taylor Heineke, uh, 
25 pass attempts, 11 completions, 122 yards, a touchdown, an interception. Uh, ran it three times for eight yards, was sacked four times. He lost a fumble in this one, and then he left the game early with knee issue. But from what I heard, um, it's not that serious. So um, we'll see. We'll see what the real diagnosis is as far as the knee goes. Uh, We heard where they say it's not that serious, and then coming out of it, it'd be like he's out for the season. So we'll wait for the diagnosis with that. And then Kyle Allen comes in. Two, uh, four completions on nine pass attempts and 53 yards. He ran it twice for 11 yards. He was sacked once. And he lost a fumble in this one. In fact, Washington lost three fumbles in this game, one of which was returned for a touchdown by uh, Dorrance Armstrong for 37 yards fumble return. So let's talk about the run game. Antonio Gibson. 10 rushes for 36 yards and two catches for five yards. He lost a fumble in this one. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Gibson has come down to earth now. So, yeah, that's where it goes. Uh, Jarrett Patterson, four rushes for 29 yards. He caught one pass for nine yards. And then Jonathan Williams, four catches for 16 yards. He had a touchdown, though. And he caught one pass for 19 yards. Let's talk about the passing game. Cam Sims, three catches, 69 yards. He had a touchdown in this, the lone passing touchdown, in fact. And that was on four targets. Adam Humphreys, four catches, 34 yards on seven targets. DeAndre Carter, I was talking about him the past few weeks. Two catches, 12 yards on five targets. Ricky Seals-Jones, one catch, eight yards on four targets. And then Terry McLaren, no catches. For, and that was, he was passed to four times. So definitely not good for Terry there. So moving on for Washington, they, they go to Philadelphia. And Dallas goes to the Giants. So. Moving on, two more games, guys, and then we'll wrap it up for the early games. Atlanta going to Carolina and beating them 29-21. to Let's talk about Atlanta. Matt Ryan, 28 pass attempts, 19 completions, 190 yards, one touchdown. Uh, no sacks in this one for him. So Matt Ryan getting the protection he needs. But, you know, kind of managing the game here, really. So, um, in terms of the run game, Cordell Patterson, we always start off with him. Uh, 16 rushes, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, two catches for one yard on five targets. So, you'll take that. You'll take that from Patterson. You, you, you take that and run, and you be happy with that. Um Mike Davis, this is the guy you can't get rid of. He's still lurking about. Uh, 11 rushes for 44 yards. Then five catches for 42 yards on six targets. It's like uh, he, he he's like uh, in the Dracula movie. You need to drive a stake through his heart to get rid of him. 
Unbelievable. Uh, and then Quadri Allison, a guy who we slightly mentioned a few weeks ago, but uh, not so much now. Five rushes for 23 yards. He lost a fumble in this game. So uh, in terms of the passing game, not much to brag about here. Uh, Russell Gage, four catches, 64 yards on six targets. Kyle Pitts with slightly better game here, five catches, 61 yards on six targets. And Hayden Hurst with the lone touchdown, one catch, three yards, and that went in for the touchdown. So in terms of Carolina, Cam Newton, he played in this game. He was benched in this game. He was put back in this game. So um, let's talk about his numbers first. Uh, 23 pass attempts, 15 completions. 178 yards, he had an interception, one of which was returned for a touchdown by Michael Walker for actually 66-yard interception return for a touchdown. 10 rushes, 47 yards, and a touchdown sack once. So, um, And then when P.J. Walker came in, he had six... um, Six completed passes on 12 attempts, 75 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So here's the thing with Cam Newton. Um, Matt Rule says he'll he'll start him again next week. Uh, but if you're going to get this, you know, start him, pull him from the game, let him sit a while, then put him back in the game, that, that's – that's a tough go, man. Um, I don't think you could start a guy like this, you know, uh, especially this late in the season. You want somebody you know that's going to be in there, and you, you have no worries about them getting yanked. So uh, so right now, Cam Newton is a risky play at quarterback. Um, in terms of the run game, Chubba Hubbard, yeah, you'll take this. Ten rushes, 33 yards, and a touchdown, and – uh, Amir Abdullah, a lot of people was talking him up for rushes for 16 yards, two catches for 17 yards on four targets. So I still say Hubbard is the guy to own because he'll get the early down looks. Uh, Amir Abdullah is more like your third down sort of back, that sort of deal. So yeah, that is what it is. In terms of the pass catchers, Robbie Anderson, (laughs) ridiculous, seven catches for 84 yards and one touchdown, and he's targeted 12 times. Uh, What can I say about this guy? You waited pretty much most of the season, then you finally get a performance like this. Unbelievable. So... I guess he's viable now. If you want to pick him up off waivers, if he's out there, fine, do that. Um, will he give you this kind of production week after week? I strongly doubt it. I strongly doubt it. So, uh, again, they were playing a Atlanta defense, which is kind of soft. So, yeah, I wouldn't go clamoring for him. Although, you know, Pickens are slim, so you can do a lot worse. Uh, DJ Moore, six catches, 84 yards. He was targeted 10 times. Brandon Zilstra, four catches, 45 yards on five targets. 
and then Tommy Tribble, two catches for 23 yards. So moving on for Carolina, they are at Buffalo, who should be um, foaming at the mouth right now. I'll talk about them when I talk about the late games. And then Atlanta, they actually go to San Francisco to face that 49ers team. So, And then the last uh, set of game, it's Seattle going to Houston and beating them 33-13. Again, who, was there any doubt here? Um, let's talk about Seattle. Russell Wilson, I knew he kind of pulled himself off the carpet here, and he kind of does. Um, 28 pass attempts, 17 completions, 260 yards, two touchdowns. Then he ran it twice for eight yards. He wasn't sacked in this game. So nice game for Russell Wilson. I knew this would be a game where he can kind of show himself. He did for the most part. So in terms of the run game, Rashad Penny. Wow. 16 rushes, 137 yards, two touchdowns. He caught one pass for one yard. So Rashad Penny really showing himself in this one. He is a must-add. He is a must-add at this point. Uh, Alex Collins, he's there. Seven rushes, 16 yards. He caught one pass for one yard. And DJ Dallas, two rushes for 16 yards. Guys, this pickings is slim right now. So go out and get your Rashad Penny. Grab him off the waiver wire, man. He is a must-add. If you could get that kind of production from a running back this late in the season, run to the waiver wise and get him. In terms of the passing game, kind of more than more of the same to be honest. Tyler Lockett, five catches for 141 yards. That's on nine targets. Um, he's been red hot lately, man. Um, I thought this is a game where it kind of can slide back to Metcalf, but it hasn't been the case. D.K. Metcalf, four catches, 43 yards on eight targets. Um, I don't know what's going on. He's seeing the targets. He's seeing the looks. I don't understand what's happening. So, uh, do you bench him? I don't think you can. Because the one day you bench him, he goes crazy. So, I think you got to hang in there, guys. I think you got to hang in there. Still start him. Still start him. It'll hurt. But I think you still have to start him. Uh, Will Disley, two catches, 38 yards. And then uh, Gerald Everett, two catches, 15 yards. He had the touchdown in this one. So, In terms of Houston, not too bad offensively. Um, Davis Mills, 49 pass attempts, 33 completions, 331 yards. He had a touchdown, so... Uh, ran it twice for eight yards, sacked twice. So, Davis Mills with kind of a nice game through the air, to be honest. Uh, in terms of the run game, who oh, not so much. Uh, Rex Burke, Burkhead, 11 rushes for 40 yards. He caught four passes for 26 yards. And then Royce Freeman, 11 rushes, 15 yards. He caught six passes for 51 yards on eight targets. So, um... I guess what kind of saves them is the viability in both the run and pass. So the numbers don't look as awful as it probably could. 
definitely if you're in PPR. So, um, so believe it or not, you take this. It's not great on paper, but you kind of take it. So, uh, in terms of the pass catchers, Brandon Cooks. When your quarterback is cooking, that means Brandon's going to have a nice game. Eight catches, 101 yards on 11 targets. So, yeah, definitely a good one. Uh, Nico Collins, five catches, 69 yards on 10 targets. Brevin Jordan, the tight end with the lone touchdown, four catches, 26 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. And then Chris Conley, two catches for 20 yards. So coming up for Houston, again, they, they go to Jacksonville in that dreadful game. Uh, so, again, we all know what we're going to see with that. I wouldn't. I would have high expectations for that one. And then Seattle, they go to the Rams, which should be a pretty competitive game there. So, guys, I'm going to cut it off there. Uh, that's all your early games. When I come back, I will give you the late games, including two OT games in the, in the late spots, and then your Sunday nighter and your Monday nighter as well. So, guys... I will talk to you later. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at thatsportsdudegd at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.